Welcome to Forever Blue Shirts Radio, powered by ForeverBlueShirts.com. Welcome to the Forever Blue Shirts Radio <laughs> Podcast. I am your host, Russell Hartman. With me, as always, are Mr. Kevin Kruby. Kevin, you're laughing a lot. You're right over I'm there. I'm pretty sure that's like copyright infringement, just based on that's like a pretty famous, you know, jingle. Yeah, so, but uh, you know. No, but we're powered by Forever Blue Shirts Radio, so I think we'll be okay. Jail, what do you think? You think we'll be okay? I think we'll be fine, but you also declined to mention that we're all co-hosts here. And yes, we are powered by foreverblueshirts.com. Well, boys, we are on month number three without hockey. Oh, wait, no, it's only been about a week. Not even a week. It's been like like half a week. Yeah, it just it feels like forever. And the last taste of Rangers hockey we got was Booch potting that goal in the final minute against the Avalanche, with the Rangers ultimately falling in overtime and on the outside looking in for the playoffs. Um, as you all know, uh, the league has been suspended, as most major events in our world have been suspended because of COVID-19, known as the coronavirus. Um, no one is sure exactly when uh, league operations will resume, when Basically, kind of life as we know it will really resume. Uh, You know, we're just kind of hoping for the best here and hoping that the people that are working to get this disease under control will get it under control sooner rather than later. And the people that are suffering from it will get better. Um, You know, this whole thing kind of puts it into perspective about what really matters in life. And yes, we all do miss the New York Rangers, I'm sure. We all miss all these things that kind of help us escape. But in these times, it's important to remember that, you know, stay home you know, be isolated a little bit. Uh, Cause even if you're not super affected by it, you could be a carrier and someone else could be super affected by it. So, you know, it's a bit of a waiting game, but we will get through this. Uh, Kevin, we'll start with you this week. You know, it's kind of been unprecedented what's been going on for a lot of us in our lifetimes. It's the first kind of event like this. Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, obviously we're, we're, it didn't hit us as quickly as other countries, you know, on the other side of the world. So none of us were like, this is a serious thing. And now it's a like full thing. speed ahead. It's a very intense, serious thing. Things are closing. Schools are shutting down. Russell doesn't have work. I have work, though. <laughs> I have work, too. So it's not like no, I'm yeah, excluded me and Jay, either. Me and Jail have work. Um, it's scary, man. It's, it's a scary thing because, you know, even even though, you know, it's not a huge death toll it's we still don't know the actual numbers and everything's kind of getting reported a little later because other countries are going through like the peaks right now and our peak hasn't hit yet well to add to what you're saying too also is that there's really no vaccine for it and that's why when it comes to canceling all the major professional sports in america you you can't really take the risk you know, with the flu, exactly, you could take exactly. the risk, even though the flu has killed more people. 
over the. And apparently, every hockey then, player gets it. Yeah, the with this COVID nineteen, you can't really, you know, do anything about it unless let it pass. So therefore, that's why all these cancellations happens. And it sucks that all the sports have kind of gone away. But like you said, it, it's just kind of better to be safe than sorry. And to be frank, it's actually good. <laughs> For most of the teams, because a lot of teams were beat up, a lot of teams are trying to push for the playoffs, and you know when they eventually come back, because they said they will, you know, depending on what ends up happening, uh, everyone will be fresh and ready to go, which might create some of more interesting opportunities. But for the time being, everyone just needs to stay safe and just be cautious out there. Wash your hands, people. Yes, please wash your hands, stay clean, and you know. The positives right now are that there are a number of countries working on coming up with a viable vaccine, and there hasn't been one that you know is 100% effective yet, but Saskatchewan, China, other places are working on it, and hopefully it will be done sooner rather than later. So we hope that these medical professionals, doctors, nurses, everyone working overtime to you know help us get back to normalcy, we wish them all the best in this continued fight, and everyone, please continue to stay home, listen to the government officials, and let's ride this out. So... Let's get they to talking. Take a breather there, here. Rush. I mean, Russ, you're you're kind of rushing through this. It's okay. Yeah, come on, man. Slow down. You're you gotta. It's be, let's let's take it nice need, and easy. Need to hold and your talk breath. about how Keandre Miller is now officially signed with the New York Rangers and will start next season. Unfortunately, will not start in the AHL because they canceled their entire. Well, no, Damn. that's well, been, no, no, that's been refuted, Kevin. Oh, 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 that's right. That's been it refuted. They, a, the a AHL few, came a, out with a press release saying that uh, that they will suspend the season, but there's been no uh, hint of any cancellation just yet. So they oh, might just follow we'll the see. same route as the NHL. You never know. The ECHL actually did cancel their season. And that's, Which you got to feel for those guys because a lot of them survive on what is essentially $600 a week, sometimes spend. less. And, you know, you got to hope that the NHL could hopefully step in and help pay some salary there for these guys in the time being. That's the same but, uh, thing with, like, the MLB to kind of yeah. get off track a little bit. These minor league affiliate guys aren't allowed to stay in the spring training facilities no. right now. Which is, I don't want to say it's heartbreaking, but it's just like, why not? You're not using them. They probably most likely can't go back to their countries or their families at the moment because it might be you know, dangerous or, yeah. you know, they might not allow it. So it, it's kind of crappy that these minor league guys get stuck. And it's the same thing with the ECHL. Well, same thing with all like junior hockey. If like, you yeah. know, so, some kids like move to play junior hockey at a certain place and they, they go for it. Well, you could say it. No, <laughs> no I was just going to say tra traveling. It, it, it's, it's limited because of yeah. this. So you're going to have either kids who can't really stay with their billet families anymore or or you know in, in the case you mentioned baseball players and minor league teams especially when they come from different countries like some players come from dominican republic they come from like the dominican mm -hmm. developmental leagues and and some uh, come from cuba and like cuba, venezuela cuba. yeah so it it's hard you know you know and then you go back to the topic of hockey and the echl like you said six hundred dollars a week um and it also they, they, they just they, the ECHL can't fill the arenas enough as is for some teams. Exactly. So the league itself can't really sustain itself in terms of trying to operate with a loss. So it's a good decision on their part 
to just cancel the season. The AHL and the NHL is a little bit different. The AHL seems to have a little bit more backing because they're owned out most of the time, owned outright by the actual clubs themselves. So at the end of the day, it's just it's just not a good situation for everybody. There's a lot of little things here and there that just kind of cause grief. But you know, sooner or later, the things will go back to normal. Obviously. And let's roll it back to uh, Keandre Miller signing his entry-level contract with the Rangers, be- which begins in the 2020-2021 season next year. Uh, Keandre Miller was picked 22nd overall in the 2018 draft. He was the second of three first-round picks for the Rangers that year, Vitaly Kravtsov being the first, Nils Lundqvist being the third. So uh, for those that haven't been so up to speed on our prospects, Keandre Miller played at Wisconsin for two seasons. Uh, this current season was the second. It turns out to be final. Uh, his rookie season and sophomore rookie season was definitely better than his sophomore season, according to a lot of people. Uh, sophomore season, his Wisconsin team was kind of hoped to be a national title contender, but ultimately fell flat, even though they featured future NHL stars and Alex Turcott and Cole Caulfield. Um, Country Miller, in an interview with The Athletic a few weeks ago, basically kind of spelled out that he wanted to be a New York Ranger and was not really feeling the whole school thing, as I'm guessing most top prospects do. Uh, Keandre Miller, you know, slick puck mover, big, big defenseman, raw though, and he's compared himself to Seth Jones, so we could only hope to be as lucky if he turns out to be half the player Seth yeah, Jones is. No kidding. Or double the player. Ah. True. Uh-huh. So we, we started with Kevin last time. We started we're going to start with now. Kevin again. Uh, no, we're not. <laughs> we're starting with JL this time. Don't tell um, me when to talk. The expectation was for Keandre Miller to probably start on an amateur tryout in the AHL. Obviously, that is not happening right now because of the suspensions of the AHL and the NHL. So, JL, once play does resume and uh, into next season as well, what uh, should our expectations be for Keandre Miller in the first year of his entry-level contract? Well, before I get into it, I'm interested to hear what you think. I feel oh, like thank you. I, it, it, oh. It, I, I just... I think Kevin and I talk too much. I, I definitely want to hear what your thoughts are because this is Russell's favorite prospect. Out of all also. three, out of all three of us, you seem to be the main prospect guy. And then from when you finish your thoughts, I'll come in and see if I have anything different or the we'll same. S- we'll, we'll see. If uh, but, all right. Uh, no, but it's just interesting. You're thoughts. the prospect guy. Figure you That's fill us in me. first. Okay, so um, you're talking about a guy who only switched to defense about three, four years ago. So he's essentially pretty new to the position. Um, You can tell that he has really, really good offensive instincts, although I would say sometimes his decision-making and his gap control could be a little bit better. Um, The things I do really like about Keandre Miller is the athleticism. Uh, Specifically, you can't teach size, as they say, and Keandre Miller has that in spades. Now, He's a great skater. He's got a great shot. And like I mentioned before, he does have really good offensive instincts. But at the same time, I don't think people should expect him to just pop in right on the top four on Broadway next season. I think he's going to have every opportunity in training camp to make the Rangers and possibly one of their six defensemen going into next season. Do people but actually I, say that? Do people, do people actually say what? Do people actually say that he's going to be here on the, on the NHL team next season? Oh, I mean, you know, the Twitterverse, how people love to blow things out of proportion. So, yes, I've seen some very spicy takes on Keandre Miller. But the point being, uh, Keandre Miller will most likely start in the American Hockey League next year for the Hartford Wolfpack and most likely paying, playing top pair in all scenarios, penalty kill, power play. Um, let him get the most minutes, the most time, and let him just get acclimated to the pro game. So, JL, anything you would like to add about Keandre Miller and 
what expectations you think you know, or you personally have for him and what expectations you think Rangers fans should have for him in the long term. <laughs> well, I, I don't think he's going to make the team next season. He's definitely still a little raw. Def- uh, no, definitely not. He's still a little raw in the defensive department. He's definitely a good skater, I'll tell you that. I mean, you pretty much hit on some of the points I was going to make, but uh, I, to me, I think he'll be here in two years. He'll he'll be the guy that take over to Mar- from Mark Stahl's contract. And uh, I think if he ends up filling out properly and actually works on his defensive game, I, I think he'll be somewhat of a revelation in that sense. The one thing the Rangers are very good at is developing defensemen. Almost every defenseman that has come through the system, whether it's old or new, you want to go old school, new school. And when I say old school, I mean like, you know, like right after the lockout because it's been more than 10 years. So um, the Rangers have always been good at developing defensemen. And usually when those defensemen are either in the organization and go somewhere or stay in the, on the organization, they end up turning out to be pretty good defensemen. So I definitely have high hopes for this guy. And I, I just, you know, the Ryan Graves. Oh, well, let's not get yeah. into that, but <laughs> no, no, just, no, you said, and goes elsewhere. And he is, yeah, well, no, that's, probably that's the true. Best defensive. Well, you, defenseman. Well, look at other guys like, there. you know, Fedor Tutin, you know, uh, Rosie's one of them. Um, there, there's so many that I could think of that have uh, gone to Anton Strawman, perfect example of yeah. that. Even though Strawman did do pretty well here too. But, you know, a lot of those guys exponentially got better when they were Rangers and, you know, took that success elsewhere. So I'm just curious to see if Kevin agrees with me because I need Kevin to agree with me. Kevin's my validation. <laughs> I do not validate you <laughs> at all. No, I do. I agree with you that they uh... – they know how to draft defensemen. They know how to draft goalies. They don't know how to draft forwards for some reason. Um, <laughs> apparently, um, I don't know. I, I kind of disagree with him signing this quickly, only because there is a logjam. But at the same time, I do agree with what Russell said. Have him in the AHL completely next year. There's no reason to bring him up unless there's a catastrophe on defense, like guys aren't playing well or there's injuries. God forbid, you know, knock on wood. But... You know, it's just it's just interesting because I didn't really expect Keandre Miller to sign until his after his junior year. I don't think any of us. And did. I, yeah, no, it was a surprise, and I was like, no, no way, it's not gonna happen. He's not gonna play the AHL this year, and obviously he's not playing the AHL this year uh, that we know of. But I think the the Rangers are very lucky in the defensive department because they still have Nils Lundqvist. Uh, okay, okay, you know, Mr. Talk all the time and then give me the hand, whatever. No, I'm not giving you the hand. You gave me a hurry-up hand. No, I'm not. Whatever, JL. Um, I guess I have to finish. No, take your time. I'm not taking my time anymore. <laughs> I agree with Russell saying that he belongs in the AHL. I just don't think he should have signed this early. He's still raw, though he is jacked. He did yeah, switch he's, to the... He is jacked. Just boy. look up a picture of him at like New York Rangers Development Camp. When they went to the Yankee Yankee game, his arms are like the size of his head. But <laughs> but uh, no, he's got the size, he's got the hands, he's got the offensive talent. He just needs to. He's raw, like Russell said. He's raw. And JL, I just don't want to agree with you because I'm I'm just gonna agree with Russell, even though we all agreed with it. Just once Mark Stahl and Brendan Smith's contract up, then that leaves room for Nils Lundqvist and Keandre Miller to come up and step up right away. We might not see Tony D'Angelo after this year or even after the year after so who knows 
Nobody knows. And to be fair, I'm sure those spots that are opening will be for Miller and Lundquist's for the taking. Uh, them being the Rangers' top two prospects, you know, on most lists. So hopefully they can, you know, seize those reins and get up to the defense core on the on Broadway. Uh, ultimately, though, I think out of the two of them, I think Nils probably has the better shot. Oh, uh, yeah. right oh, away. Yeah, by, by yeah. Nils seems by to be more offensively margin. rounded than anything. He's also playing in like a better league. Yes. Yeah. Um, Nils is playing in the SHL while their their season is currently suspended as well. But it looks like he will finish completely shattering the record for U twenty not only defensemen but U twenty skaters in that league. Just U twenty defenseman, he is top all time in the SHL U twenty skaters. He's in the top ten. Uh, so for a nineteen year old to do that is extremely impressive. Uh, so yeah, look for Nils to hopefully sign over here soon uh you know there's no confirmation on that but uh it'd be great if we could get him over here as well so moving on here another thing that has popped up on twitter this week uh from russian sports journalist igor aranko is that according to one of his sources the nhl is considering making the playoffs bigger this year so instead of just kind of having the end of the regular season having those last 12 or uh, 10 games or so the NHL would start immediately into the playoffs once the season resumes and have 24 teams make the playoffs 24 out of 31 so it would uh, honestly that's a huge huge chunk of the league and probably way too many but you know you can see the reasoning i guess on both sides why it's good and bad well, uh, ultimately yeah, obviously yeah. obviously it'd be good because not everybody has the same amount of regular season games played there are a lot of teams that won in overtime. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh, we lost in overtime. Lost in overtime. Yes. I mean, you know, how do you get into the playoffs with less wins, which is just bananas? But it, I mean, it's a tight playoff race this year. It's not as, you know, free roam as it was last year, where it's just like, okay, we know what teams are making it by this right. time. It's you know, the Eastern Conference is a lot more competitive than the Western Conference. If any of the guys that are currently sitting five points out of the Eastern Conference, they could make the Western Conference right now. Now, I, I've heard multiple things where they'll do cross-conference like play, which I personally don't agree with because that kind of sucks to go back and forth. But I really like the idea of having 24 teams only because, like you said before, Russ, these teams are rested. Yeah. And they're ready to go. If, like, if the season ends right now, let's say the season ends and it's May, whatever, and Gary Bettman's like, we're doing 24-team playoffs – these teams are these teams are healthy. These teams are raring to go, and anything's possible. It'll make for some well, pretty absolutely. good hockey. I'll more, tell you that. More, spe- more specifically, the Rangers will have Kreider back. Yeah. Hopefully, Igor will be fully healthy. Butch will be fully healthy, and you know you don't know what you might get from your other two goaltenders, and it's just going to be good hockey. Like yeah, raw, no, it's hungry, so it's gonna be, hockey. It's going to be something. It's going to be something that people have never seen if they go to twenty four. And I mean, that's not the only solution that's been floated around. Another thing has been floated around of instead of going by the standings right now, you have it go by points percentage, um, which I think would be interesting for teams that are chasing that maybe don't have as many games in, but have one more of the games that they have played. Um, again. The Columbus Blue Jackets are kind of throwing a wrench into all of this, as Kevin said, with their fifteen fifth. 15 overtime losses, meaning those are 15 unearned Loser points. Loser points yes. shouldn't count. Um, da, 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 thanks a da, lot, da, da, da. John Tortorella. 
Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Um, JL, how dare that team be defensively inept? (laughs) JL, what are your opinions on if the season does come back? What do you think is the best course of action? Resuming the regular season, twenty-four team playoff, points percentage for those that get in. What are you feeling? It all depends on how the NHL deems their timeline, because if you want to use a similar comparison. You look at Major League Baseball, for example. Major League Baseball more than likely is going to creep into November this year. And I'm not talking about November 1st, November 2nd. I'm talking about like two weeks before Thanksgiving, we're playing playoff baseball kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. man. You know, Which would be awesome. Showdown, and you know World what? Series I, edition. To, to be frank, that's actually not that bad. Or That's really bad. That's, <laughs> it's cold in November. But it's not like they've Have never ever- played cold I'm sorry. Before. Have you ever gotten hit by a baseball when it's cold? Yes, I have, Kevin. I have played before. And I do know how it feels to get hit with a cold baseball right in the middle of your spine. It's not fun. But Yeah, no. It's not. No, especially but, right in the thigh. But the point where I'm all tra- the meat is. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is is that will the NHL consider just hashing out the rest of the season and everything being fair for the teams in terms of following the schedule, or you backload the games and go with this 24-team playoff schedule and keep everything uh, according to plan. Because you have to remember, the new NHL season starts July 1st. So playoffs take about two months and some change. So it all depends on whether the NHL wants to push the offseason back and have the playoffs go as regular? Or do they want to kind of um, compartmentalize things and just have this, you know, elimination series and then go to a regular playoff format? More than likely, the playoffs are going to extend into sometime late at the end of June, maybe creeping into when the NHL draft is and probably sometime in July. So they're probably more than likely going to have to push uh, free agency in the start of the new season further down but i like the 2014 playoff uh, thing i and also because the rangers will be in it too <laughs> so it yeah. just it just it it makes yeah. for more meaningful hockey and i'm just curious to see uh, how they go about it it's like okay season's over we're going to a playoff do these stats count for the regular season or do they count for the playoffs because it's like in baseball, I, you have the play-in that counts for the regular season, but then the wild card game is the playoffs. So I'm curious to see how that all gets counted. And I, I don't, I don't think they would finish the regular season only because there's three weeks left, essentially a little more. You can even push would, it to four. So I would it's love, not I would love to point something out. I would love to point this out. So say the league does decide 24 team playoff. And they did 1v24, 2v23, which would be wild. These would be our playoff matchups on day one. We would have Boston versus Montreal. Ooh. Nice. Ooh, we would nice. have St. Louis versus Chicago. <laughs> wow. It's a pretty we good would matchup. Have, we would have the Colorado Avalanche against the Arizona Coyotes. That's not bad. That's a pretty good matchup. We would have the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Against the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> Wild. Whoa. Dead. Yeah. Whoa. We would have the Washington Capitals against the Vancouver Canucks, which would be awesome, I feel like. That I actually like that. wouldn't be bad. That's pretty I like good. That. That's We'd cool. have the Philadelphia Flyers playing the Nashville Predators. Ooh. We would have the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Florida Panthers. Bye-bye, we would Panthers. have... The Vegas Golden Knights going against the Calgary Flames. 
that will be a great first yes. round matchup. That's a that's we a would have the matchup. Edmonton Oilers against the New York Rangers. Oh, would it be Edmonton? That's, that's, no kidding. That's yeah. A, wow. So Connor, Connor McDavid makes his playoff debut at Madison Square Garden against the New York Rangers. Well, he wouldn't. He'd make it at Rogers Center. But imagine Connor McDavid's first. Are you saying his uh, his playoff debut would be at Madison Square Garden, or because you know he's been in the playoffs? Oh God, that's right. The Oilers did make it that that one. Yeah, when they traded night, Taylor yeah. Hall that year. Hall, and yeah. then they went all the way to the. They made it to, they I believe, what Game Seven of the Western San Conference Jose. semifinals. Yes. Oh, that's, that's right. Not all one of, the way. One of that's the like worst Campbell. officiated series. Do you want to know seen, how right? I remember that series? Because David Dayarnay scored a goal. <laughs> it was an overtime David winner. David Dayarnay. David Dayarnay, and then the Rangers picked him up the following season, and he was. I remember that. Yeah, that uh, wasn't worth it. Continuing, at all. continuing our mythical playoff bracket, the Dallas Stars would play the Winnipeg Jets. It's a good matchup. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes would play the New York Islanders once again. Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> when the Islanders lose. And the Toronto Maple Leafs would play the Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh boy, I <laughs> I have a feeling Toronto would just get eaten up by Columbus. Which means your teams that would not see any playoff action would be the Sabres, the Devils, the Ducks, the Kings, the Sharks, who are just having an absolute nightmare of a year, the oh, Ottawa Senators, and the Detroit Red Wings. Oh, that's uh, I mean, this makes sense. I mean, everybody but the Wild kind of makes sense to make the playoffs. They're all competitive teams. Well, now obviously, no, it's not, don't, obviously, don't, don't don't knock the wild. They were. I would have knocked the wild. You think they Tampa's gonna choke twice? In yeah, actually, like yes, I mean, that's very possible. Yeah, I would, okay, okay. I, I mean, would. they're playing good hockey. Well, I mean, they boys, like, boys. I mean, our defense core would have to stop Leon Drysaddle and Connor McDavid. Well, so, just put Lindgren I mean, and that's... Fox out there. It's not that difficult. Oh yeah, it's that <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah, it's that easy, huh? <laughs> Um, but that brings us to uh, our final big discussion before we get to some uh, new fun segments. But, our, you know, it has been a very interesting season for the Rangers in a year where a lot of people thought this team was a lottery team again or it was going to be right in the bottom five again like last year. But this team, man, what they have accomplished this year and, you know, ultimately maybe they will for- fall short of a playoff spot. But... It's super important to realize that everything they wanted to do this summer has worked out. Um, yeah. You have Adam yeah, Fox. Yeah, I mean, Adam Fox came over from Carolina and has been the, if not the best, in the top three of all rookie defensemen in the NHL this year, behind Kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes. You have Kapokaku, who you, more unfortunate timing for this whole thing to happen because the kid has his first two goal game. You know, starting to show really good confidence in his game, and Bam, things get postponed. Suspended. Exactly, but again, <laughs> starting to come into his own. Mika Zibanejad, what has to be said, right? I mean, the guy's on pace was on was on pace for fifty, despite missing thirteen games due to injury. And of course, the bread man. We got robbed of a bread man one hundred point season, most likely. Um, we Kevin, really did. We really did. That's did, the worst part. I, know. I was so excited to see someone break 100 again. Yeah, especially for us when we haven't had a 100-point scorer since. Yaramir Yager. Yager. That's 123 right. points. And he got robbed 
by of the Hart Trophy and the Rocket Richard Trophy on like the last weekend, I believe it was, it because Joe Thornton had 125 points and Jonathan Chichu had to have his one good season <laughs> ever and score like 54 goals or 55, 56, I think he actually scored that year. Jonathan but point being, wow. Yager deserves probably both of those awards that year, considering just how valuable he was and how much he dragged that Rangers team to the playoffs. But point being... It would have been nice to see Artemi Panarin hit that century mark. Uh, Yaka just sure would have been for his mullet alone. Uh, Jail, <laughs> what was your, what was, I guess, you know, and obviously the season has not been canceled, but you never know what could happen. So, Jail, what was your, like, super, super bright point this year? What did you love watching with this team? This Don't year? you say it. I know you're going to say it. <laughs> say what? <laughs> You're going to say Adam Fox, aren't you? No, I wasn't going to say Adam Fox, actually. Because I'm going to say Adam Fox. Well, okay, you say Adam Fox. That wasn't what I was going to say, so you're not reading my mind. I got it in. Uh, (laughs) I got it in. (laughs) No, I think to me... Beep. (laughs) Shut up, (laughs) Kevin. (laughs) I think, honestly, the best thing uh, this season so far uh, was actually Tony D'Angelo. I was pleasantly surprised. You know how some defensemen, they have a good season, and then... um, you know, they just kind of tail off afterwards. No, he actually got better. And I, I'm sure most people would have probably said Artemi Panarin. And, and that's not to say that I'm totally dismissing Panarin. I, I think Panarin's been as advertised. I mean, you signed him for that kind of money. But Tony D'Angelo is basically showing that he can stick around and, and, and be a cornerstone for this team. And I think it would be a mistake for them to let him go. So that, that's that's for me. I, I like his personality. I like the way, what he brings to the team offensively and defensively. And he just gives the Rangers another threat on the back end, you know? I mean, Rangers' defense has just gone from dreadful to just absolutely awesome in the last couple within, seasons. Within se- no, within this season. Even. Yes, within if this you, season. The, the Tony D'Angelo, like you said, has been one of the bright spots. It's just Adam Fox has been the best defenseman on the team. Hell yeah. He's been the, if you really want to point this out, he's been the most improved defenseman on the team. Because he came from college and then just tore it up immediately. And he's worth those two second round picks and then some. Because he's just unbelievable, man. Like, we have a stud defenseman that's, like, setting records. And again, he could have been a serious, you know, consideration for the Calder if, you know, he kept playing out of his mind. Absolutely. And well, I mean, like that and if Quinn Hughes wasn't just playing out of his mind. Yeah, I mean. I mean, they all are playing out of their respective minds. I mean, if you, if wait, you wait, do what, take a if you do take a look at the right now, Russell, me, yeah. Oh, uh, for okay, people can't see me. That's right. Uh, I'm wearing an Elias Pettersson shirt. Kevin. Okay, okay. For some reason, I I was like, why are you wearing a, a Quinn Hughes t shirt? Quinn Hughes. Look, look. My name is not Jim Van Casternen. All right, I'm not wearing a <laughs> Quinn Hughes shirt. Um, but anyway, uh, point being, Adam Fox uh, has up to this point. 42 points in 70 games, all right? As a rookie defenseman, that is exceptional. Uh, eight, eight goals, 34 assists for a kid who's first – this is his first season in the NHL, and he's looked – and, you know, this is with $8 million man Jacob Truba and Tony D'Angelo playing as well as he's been playing. Uh, you know, Adam Fox has looked like the team's absolute best defenseman. Kevin is absolutely 100% correct in saying that. And then, then that kind of goes – so, you know, the Rangers signed Keandre Miller. Tech officially today, Monday, the 16th. And, you know, that kind of shows it's like we don't need these defensemen anymore. 
And, you know, do we see a bridge deal? Possibly. Do we see another arbitration deal that's a one-year kind of scenario for Tony D'Angelo? It's not out of the question. I just honestly don't see a long-term deal for him. There's no... There's no reason to give him a long-term deal. There's no reason to give Ryan Strom a long-term deal because this team, like, going forward, when they have these prospects assigned, it's not going to be worth it. I if think Jeff Gordon wants to the winner, you keep the core. Ultimately, how you have to play this, if you're Jeff Gordon, there, yes, there's a lot of decisions he's going to have to make this offseason. You have to see... Th- okay, this is what Tony D'Angelo will depend on, and I'm going to tell you right now. Is Nils Lundqvist ready for primetime? And if he is, and if they, if the scouting staff and the pro staff really feel like Nils Lundqvist can step in next year and be all, all he needs to be next year, let's be honest, is a third pairing, third pairing guy, and a power play guy. Uh, he has, he would have Truba and Fox ahead of him on the depth chart. So it really is up to those two staffs to determine if Nils Lundqvist can jump right in, and if he can, if he can. I think that spells the end of Tony D'Angelo on Broadway. Now, for Ryan Strom, Philip Heedle should grab that number two spot and run with it, or at least that's what everybody wants them to do, I'm sure, because it would be cheaper for this team going forward, and I think Heedle has more... I think his playmaking skills are better than Ryan Strom's are as well. Uh, So to answer your question, Kevin, I think... I think, like I said, D'Angelo all depends on Lundquist, and Strom will depend on how they feel about Heedle's development curve. Jail, oh, you can you can say I'm wrong, you can say I'm right. But. Well, just just to one more thing, Carl Henriksen signed an extension with his. He team. did with Frolanda. That's absolutely right. So we're not getting him most likely next season, unless there's some like the Rangers are like get over here right now. But I need you. One more thing before I send it to Jail. The Rangers will have a high pick in this draft. They have two first round picks as oh, of now. Yeah. Which they can one make of those, into a very one of high those pick. picks. What I would do if I was Jeff Gordon, if you really wanted to just okay, accelerated, we're in the build. You take those two picks, you take the rights to maybe Stromer D'Angelo, you give them to someone that's up high, and you draft the best center Iceman you possibly can. But that's just me, JL. You that, can tell me I'm wrong. That's just me, uh, Russell. Well, <laughs> thank you for clarifying that it was just you. Um, you know, I I I disagree with not giving them contracts not that i'm going to sign them for seven years but i mean give them a bridge deal give them a bridge yeah, deal I said it's most likely yeah give i them just a, don't give, think that a long-term contract could be worth it no bridge give them a bridge deal something affordable like they did with booch i mean what's strom making like four right now four yeah. 4.25 so you give them you give them something about five caps going up you give d'angelo a three-year deal and in turn, you use those contracts to trade them off for assets like they did with Brady Shea. I trust that the Rangers can do that and still have space for these guys. The wrench in the plan. No, he's are, making he's making 3.1 right now. 3.1. So you give him, what, just above 4? He might make 4.25 if you go through arbitration, which... Which is fine. You give him fun. 3 years, 4.25, that's perfect. If we're being I, real here, it'll, he'll, his contract, if they offer him another one, will probably come in somewhere around 5 to 5.5, most likely. So you give him now, one. These you, people who say that he's going to make 7 are, no, are ridiculous. No, no, no. No one, yeah. no one in their right mind, no and nothing against Ryan Strom. I think he's great. He, You have to account that he's a byproduct of Artemi Panarin. Of course. Oh, I mean, yeah. But I, ultimately, I, at yeah. the he's, end of the day... He doesn't day, do this by himself. No, but ultimately, at the end of the day, though, is you want to keep the... The, this group of guys together for the time being. See, the the best teams can keep these guys 
and then ship them off for assets to keep things going. The Bruins have True. done it for years. Absolutely. The Blues have done it. I mean, the Blues shipped off uh, uh, Edmondson to the um, the Hurricanes, and even though Let's they not got forget the Blues also shipped off Kevin Shattenkirk. Kevin Shattenkirk too, and both guys yeah. are solid defensemen and. You're telling me that they still haven't been successful when they ship those assets. So I think if the team wants to build a strong, and I guess this will be the last we'll touch on this, uh, build a strong foundation, keep the guys, give them reasonable deals, and then ship them off for assets down the line when other guys are able to come in and step up. Because, frankly, that's what winners should do. Just shipping off for picks is, we're done with that. Yeah. It's all about... The core is basically set of this team going forward. It's about supplementing them the right way and making sure that they have they all the pieces that need to have room to grow have that room to grow. So uh, we will see just how different the Rangers look just a few years down the line, especially that decor. And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for our newest segment on Forever Blue Shirts Radio, powered by ForeverBlueShirts.com. Uh, got a power by ForeverBlueShirts.com. Come, <laughs> and we are going to play a little game called. I should let the man himself announce it. Jail, what are we playing, man? Ladies and gentlemen, we are playing a game called Guess That Ranger. Hit the music! Whoa! I am John Luke Shapiro. You already know that by now, and. At this time, do they? You are probably tired. Do they know that? (laughs) You are probably tired of my voice. So basically, this is how Guess That Ranger is going to go. I have three New York Rangers, players that have played for the Rangers, or basically, yeah, players that have played for the Rangers in different time periods. This time period is going to be after the lockout. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read off a couple of things about these three separate Rangers, and after the end of me reading them, you have to guess what Rangers I am talking about. Now, the way that you're going to win this is if you either get close or you have at least one or two more right than the other person. So basically, yeah, it's like horseshoes. Close, maybe not enough. Okay? So here is the first New York Ranger that I'm going to talk about. And Kevin is gesturing like he's in a fight somewhere. I don't know why he's doing that, but here we go. This former New York Ranger is a two-time Stanley Cup winner. He played for the Czechoslovak Extra Liga in the IHL. He's also played for the Detroit Vipers. He played one season with the New York Rangers in 2005 and 2006. He's played for the Devils the Ducks, Rangers, Oilers, Penguins, and Minnesota Wild. That's the first Ranger. The second New York Ranger, and I'm pulling his name up right now. Okay, get your guesses don't, in. Think don't about it. say the name, Dan. No, I won't. This New York Ranger played for the Rangers just after the lockout as well. This is a longtime Pittsburgh Penguin. Ottawa Senator, New York Islander, Florida Panther, and Los Angeles King. He... How can I say this? He was in a trade that involved Norm McIver and Troy Murray. He played in the Czech Extra Liga, and he actually just retired in 2014. He was Mario Lemieux's teammate. 
and he played with Michael Nylander. What New York Ranger am I? And the third hmm. New York Ranger, hmm. let's pull him up here, if my fingers can find the button. This New York Ranger was a defenseman. Big guy. Big, big guy. At least I thought he was big. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people didn't like him for some reason. I have no idea why. This person was actually not an original New York Ranger. He was actually drafted by the Pittsburgh Penguins in 1996. Love it. Love in Pittsburgh, huh? I know. Actually, the one current theme with all these guys is they all play for the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> I mean, that's that kind of doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> he is a two-time Stanley Cup winner with the Chicago Blackhawks in 2013 and in 2015. This player was a longtime New York Ranger, especially after the lockout. He comes in at six foot one, so I guess he's not as big as I thought he was. Made his NHL debut 99-2000, right-handed shot. Uh, let's see, what else do I have here for him? He drew the ire of John Tortorella, even though he was one of the longest tenured Rangers before leaving to Chicago. Who am I? What? Okay, I know the, what three okay. New York Rangers am I talking about? Russell. I know. I know. I know the third one. Start with the I first. Think I know. Start. Okay, Russell. Start with the first one, and then lead your way to the third. What three Rangers am I talking about? <sighs> okay. Um. Damn. Something's telling me the second one is Darius Kasparitis. I don't know why that one is sticking out at me. Okay. I think the. the I think the second one is uh. I could be wrong. I think it's Straka. I think it's Martin Straka. Straka was. I was thinking Straka also, but I don't. I don't know if Straka played for all those teams that he listed as my thing. Okay, so I don't want to lock in. Lock in your. Lock in your. Guesses. Oh, we have to lock in. Right, yes. wait, oh, wait, we got to lock in. in or lock yep. it in already. Wait, I gotta. La 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 wait, la la. Can you, can you repeat in. the first one again? Because I remember yeah, the second uh, and third one. Yeah, I don't remember the first one. Yeah, I was gonna ask you the same thing. All right, let me pull it back up. So this person was a two-time Stanley Cup winner, one with the Pittsburgh Penguins and the other with the New Jersey Devils. He played with the Rangers one season due to cap issues. He played what for the season? Czechoslovak Extra Liga in the IHL. Oh. He was also part of the Detroit Vipers. He actually retired in 2013. There's another thing for you there. Who? What Ranger am I? No, I don't... Russell, give us your lock. So, who are the three Rangers? Bobby, uh. Holik, Bobby Holik, Martin Straka, and Brad Richards. Okay, Bobby Holik, Marty Straka, and Brad Richards. Okay, Kevin. I would say uh, Peter Soroka. Soroka. Uh, you mean Sakura? You mean Sakura? Is it Sakura? Yes, it's Sakura. Sakura. Yes. I, I, you guys said Soroka. No, Soroka is the pitcher a... on the Braves. Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Kevin, Kevin, that is a really good guess, and I totally forgot about Peter Sakura. Okay. And I actually, Mark, I actually Mark, think Mark, you're okay, right so, too. I think you're right. Yeah, that I already locked in Straka, and I honestly have no idea for the last one. Um, okay, so Kevin, you said Peter Sakura. Is it Marek Malik, baby? Straka <laughs> and Marek Malik. Okay, and Russell, yeah. give me yours again. Um, I'm going to stick with it, even though I think Kevin's right. Uh, Bobby Holik. Bobby Holik. Okay. Uh, Marty Straka and Brad Richards. Okay, Marty Straka and Brad 
Richards. All right, so that's going into the computer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you better have some cool ass like computer noises. <laughs> Those are your no. computer noises. No, you know what he's got to play, and Kevin? Seto Kaiba's hacking. Yes, <laughs> 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 yeah, I love that. <laughs> so, Kevin, you said Peter Sikora, Marty Straka, and Merrick Malik, correct? Yes, that, those were my three choices. And Russell said Bobby Holik, Marty Straka, and Brad Richards. And this yeah. week's winner of Guess That Ranger is a Kevin Kuropi, ladies and gentlemen. Left field. So the first one yes. was Peter Sikora. The you could have changed your answer. You didn't lock it in. No, I didn't want to cheat, honestly. The second I'd feel one, bad. The second one was Marty Straka. So, Russell, you got that one right. And the third one was Michael Rosevall. Michael uh, Rosevall? <laughs> that's such, is that's that because a, you that's said such, Rosie that's, You know what? That's, such a, that's so bogus. Because Brad Richards went to the Blackhawks, too, and he won a Stanley Cup with Chicago when he left. And he had problems with John Tortorella before he left. Yes, but I said, yeah, wait, 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 hold on. No, 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 no. I said, I said Rosevall won two Stanley Cups. Okay, I got to check this out. All right. I, I guess said, he did. Dan. And I said he that, that started was, with the Penguins. Tricky, Brad man. Richards did not start with that, the, Penguins. the Penguins. You know that's that. True. Yeah, that's true. You got to oh, listen man. to my guesses. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's been Guess That Ranger. I guess it has. And Kevin escaped from going 3-0 last week. <laughs> that was preliminary. That was like yeah, preliminary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one about that. I did I did research this time. <laughs> I was prepared. How did you do research? How are you supposed to know what he's gonna ask? I literally had the Rangers teams on my screen from like ninety nine. We're, we're allowed to look at look at that. <laughs> well, no, no, no one said you couldn't. No one said you couldn't. Okay, I don't no, know. No, 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 there is no, there is you, no way. There is no way you would know if all you these get things. a do over. Then I'm getting a do over. Mm -hmm. We're doing this next week now again. <laughs> oh boy, I don't know what to say. To no, that. I didn't know we could look at teams. Yes, you I can. No, I had no idea. I've been trying to do this just from memory. That's <laughs> impressive that you did it from memory. Yeah, that's why I'm not looking at a well, screen. I'll say, look, I'll say this: from doing it off of memory, you actually did a good job with your recall, Russell. Because Bobby Holik is Bobby Holik would have been close. I was I was thinking about using that one, but he said New Jersey Cup champion, so I was like, oh, I don't really know who won the cup with them, but I know Bobby Holik was there for a while, so I figured well, I was like two times Stanley Cup. I don't think Holik won two cups with the Devils. I don't think did he? I don't know what his years were. No, I think I he did. It was ninety nine and then oh three. I forgot yeah. about that. But uh, Sakura won it in two thousand three. Or ninety nine, rather, and then he actually played against the Devils in the two thousand three final, and then he won it with Pittsburgh in two thousand nine. So I tried to, I tried, I, I said one season with the Rangers, but Holik, I think, played two or three. I, I thought they bought him out after the first one. That's what made me think. If I'm bought. correct on that, yeah, yeah, Kevin that's what I mean. I don't know. Yeah. Him. Well, now I know we can look at things. Now I'm gonna look. Yeah, it up. I expected <laughs> you to do that. What, what makes you? No, dude. I, I really There's thought. There's no that we way you would remember, remember any of this. I really thought we had because to do it Because you know what happened? Jay was like, yeah, I'll do everything post-lockout and does everything from the 90s. But yeah, some of that's not, I mean, it's just, I feel like it's just common Rangers knowledge, some of it. Though. Like, by, some of it's by not the way, common Rangers knowledge. By the way, Holik played uh, two seasons with the Rangers. Yeah, I just one. looked it up. He played two. Yeah. So. Two two not good seasons either. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, that's a What whole, year was he on? 2001 to 02 and then 02 to 03. Yeah, he, did, he won two cups with the Devils. Yes, he did. Yeah, I that's said cool. That. I, I said but that. you, 
<laughs> Didn't you say post lockout though? So that for the most part, it. yeah. I, 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 no, I, no, 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 no. I'm saying for that clue, you said post lockout. Yeah, I, I kind of hinted at so that. So that, okay. I mean, I, I'm, right, not, well, I'm not gonna, why, I'm not gonna give you him. guys clues from stuff from like 1920 unless I explicitly right, well, state it. This was from 1920. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one, but next time I'm very happy to know we can look up information. Okay, I, all right. I think Russell Creedence anyway, only because he did it from movie. I'll give him. I'll. I will. I will omit my victory because I had an unfair advantage. But Russell, from memory, pretty much had two out of the three. No, let's let's give Kevin. Let's give it to you, Kevin. Russell. Uh-huh. Ru- Russell. Russell will have to reclaim his next week. Next week, it's going to be same concept after the lockout, but it's going to be. Um, oh, it's going. We to lost be, you there for a second. Them. What'd you say? You same, said same concept, concept, but yeah. Same same concept, guest at Ranger, but it's going to be after the 2012 season. So do Ooh, your that research. One's good. So that one should I come a little bit easier. That one should be easier. No, no, no. Right. I thought we were doing prospects next week. We're going to talk about prospects, but name that. No, you guys... we can also do, you know, guess the prospect. Could do. Okay. If you want to do that, do you want it to be... Guess that Rangers prospect or guess the prospect? Has to be guess that Rangers prospect. Guess that Rangers prospect. All right, all right. Okay, so that's that's a lot. That's a lot easier. I literally will have a list of them and just <laughs> guess. All right, I'm gonna have to come just up with some really. I'm gonna have to come up with some things to throw. I can't do Keandre Miller. He's yeah. probably the easiest because there's not many things I could be like. You know, he didn't do this. I feel like he's very easy to figure out, but I'll figure it out. That's cool. You have to make the clues. You have to get three players, and you have to make the clues. Easy, but also vague. So what do you do? You do three clues, right, each time? Three clues, each player. Read up a couple things. Three players. Right. Would, whoever gets, you know, whoever gets the most guesses you're wins. Like, Here's the first three clues. Next. Right. Here's the next three clues. Um, next. Okay. So obviously a lot of this has to be edited out, and I feel bad for jail, so let's get moving here. No, it doesn't have to be edited uh, out. This is, this no. is good back and forth. Oh, this Banter. is good back. Oh, this is, oh. <laughs> Even though we're called blue shirts. Powered by. Powered by foreverblueshirts.com. Um, actually, there is something I want to ask you both. I'm going to throw a curveball at both of you right now. Swing and a miss. <laughs> Swing and a miss. <laughs> that was good. Um, I guess we'll end with so, this, right? Give me the curveball, quick. What would, what would you both say is the weakest part of the Rangers prospect pipeline? Forwards. Forwards. Forward. Okay. Even more. Even more specific. Centers. Center. <laughs> okay, so we're all in, all in agreement here. I think so. That's pretty, I ask pretty you, common. I ask you guys this: They have two first-round picks, right? Say we're on draft night. Two first-round picks still. Let's say they're somewhere around like somewhere around twelve and wow, wow, that's 20. generous. Twelve and twenty. Let's say somewhere around like twelve and twenty. One and two. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, can happen still. One and yes, two. Yes, they never know. Uh, so okay, do the Rangers? Do you think the Rangers should package and get, like, say, we need Tim Stutzel or we need Marco Rossi? Like, do you think they would go for a top, top guy again? Yes. I think it'd be completely circumstantial. Only because it depends on who's there. It depends on who they could trade with, specifically who would want their either defensemen or their goaltenders. And sometimes more is better. You know, we're at this stage where this core can just compete if they just add one or two more pieces, and these guys might not be ready for two or three more years, depending, no matter where you choose them in the draft. Yeah. I think it's completely situational, and I honestly see them just holding onto the picks. Jail? 
No, he said it. trade. I said yeah. trade. Give I, him what, do it. Just do it. Well, what I, no, what, what you do is you, 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 you just package a, you package a sweetener to someone with like a top ten pick, and then you just go from there. I mean, you could sign another guy in the in the off season. I like I, yeah. No, I trade. This is the point. You just got to stack the cards. Let's go. Get pucks in deep, boys. Let's go. God, get pucks in deep. We got to play a hard gotta game. Got to play a hard 60-minute game. No, you know, we got, it was up and down. Like, they were in our zone a lot. And, um, <laughs> we just got to move the puck quicker, chip it off the you board. We got to adapt. We got to really adapt. Uh, we, have to make, you know, we, have to, we have to make it easy for our goaltender out there. Just let him see the here, pucks. You know, we got to communicate better. That's how, we, that's how we're going to see. And so you don't well, end with minute chaotic. Game, 20 minutes and so you guys don't end with the chaotic ramblings. I do have one, one very final question for both of my friends here. Do you guys want to see chaos ensue and have the Ottawa Senators get two top three picks <laughs> yes. at the draft lot? Yes, I absolutely. Really want that to happen. Because you know what? You know what the positive about all that is? The New Jersey Devils won't get either Byfield or Lafreniere. That would be amazing. Imagine oh, that. You know Both of them on the same you team. You, oh. you know who you have to feel bad for, though? The, the Detroit Red Wings. Ah. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Actually, no. The Sharks, too, yes. I don't feel bad for the Red Wings or the Sharks. Why? Okay. They've Why made their choices. Yes. <laughs> the Detroit Red Wings do not have 20 wins, JL. <laughs> They are I, at 17 wins. I, I, I don't they care. Won't they had 20 wins this 25 season. 25 years of playoff success. They can deal with it. When uh, was the last time Jimmy Howard won a game? Uh, actually, <laughs> back in it's the funny Great you Depression. That because on the Hockey News podcast, like last week, they talked about that exact thing. <laughs> when was the last time Jimmy Howard won a game? And I believe it's something like December or November. Yes, it was a wow. last calendar. He's on like a 20 game losing streak or you know, something like and, that. And to touch, the last thing to touch on that reminds me of the winless streak from Anthony Young on the Mets in 1993. He lost like more than. 20 plus games in a row so and it wasn't even his fault he was a good pitcher too so it just happens just that team was so bad well everyone to close out thanks for listening to us thanks for listening to our ramblings and our banter and i hope you enjoyed name that ranger which kevin won unfairly but we will reclaim our title soon also powered um, by friends is there more our, than one russell our title our title but don't yes, forget to, don't forget to you know lick your hand sanitizer thoroughly um, don't do that, but Sniff wash, it. Your, hand, like, wash your hands, use hand sanitizer, um, stop buying toilet paper, because yeah, I don't Yeah, no, come see... on, stop, stop being gross, people need it. Yeah, people Seriously. need it, and also... You're gonna have... look silly when, when all of this is over, and someone's gonna go to your house, and your garage is gonna be filled with toilet paper, and they're like, wow, you're the person. Also, please stop hoarding all of the medical supplies if you don't need it, there's people with pre-existing conditions and some severe medical conditions that need them. So, what happens if I get like the sh- the you know the shits? Like um, I might I might need some medicine and there's literally none in Walgreens. Um, I, edibles. Just don't eat Taco Bell. Um, anyway, <laughs> like it's that easy, <laughs> Russell. Like, yeah, come on, Russ. Like don't eat it. Like you're saying you get a crunch wrap, they're gonna be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, okay. Actually, yeah, you're right. I you don't know. Diablo sauce all over that baby. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm not. But I'm not one to talk. I'm not one to talk. Russ, let's finish off with you today okay go ahead oh oh i get i get to yes, say you. it yes you get to say it i've been saying so we are power by forever blue shirts.com and as always let's go rangers
You've been listening to 4B Radio, powered by ForeverBlueShirts.com. This is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. Two in particular are really good shows. One is called Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did You Have a Bad Day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at is Khabib Namaga Madoff versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Business with personality. That's the idea that launched London's business newspaper, City AM, 15 years ago. And it's the same idea that inspired our new daily podcast, The City View, where you'll find me, City AM editor Christian May, interviewing the most well-known, influential and colourful figures from business, politics and finance. The City View from City AM with a new episode every morning. It's the perfect start to your working day.